Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP, Highly Sensitive Peeps. Welcome, it is September 30th, 2020, and guess what? There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of action, a lot of energy, so let's do what we can every day to use the tools to help be and stay calm and balanced. I might as well just go ahead and get that out of the way right out of the gate because look that is the key to getting through this time of change and transformation that is 2020 so what does that mean well it's an individual thing you have to find out what works for you and then you have to actually do it and you have to work at it and you have to do it even when you don't want to and even when it seems like you're not getting anywhere with it which is discouraging (laughs) You know, that's, that's why uh, that stops a lot of people from continuing on certain paths because it's almost an exercise in frustration. But it's worth it. You know, it's, it's an individual thing to figure out. Do you want to stay and practice and, uh, you know, work on something? Or do you want to do more research and find something else that is better suited for you now when it comes to getting calm and balanced there's all sorts of fields there's all sorts of things um, out there there's all sorts of healing energy work music sound therapy meditation guided meditations EFT tapping uh, Reiki yoga for that matter different um walking uh, meditations, exercise, like there are certain kinds of exercise where you can totally chill out. You know, when, when people go hiking, (laughs) that's generally an activity that clears the mind. Um, uh, There is a lot out there, peeps, is the point that I'm trying to make. So find what helps and for me you know I I would be remiss if I left out prayer because prayer is a huge thing for me Um, it's important to have a connection with God universal energy God being shorthand for good and um, that is a you know a personal thing as well or an individual thing but particularly being highly sensitive It's super important. It's super important that we get support for ourselves. And because when we support ourselves and sort of, um, you know, recognize, understand, diffuse heavier energies that we all encounter on the daily. But, you know, these are things like anger Um, depression, grief, um, frustration, rejection, criticism. Um, It's important that we don't dwell in these energies or these places. It's like, get what there is to get out of the situation, learn what you're meant to learn to grow in a positive way and then start healing because 
It doesn't do anyone any good when any one of us, just as an individual who can contribute, you know, to life <laughs> um, in a positive way, it doesn't do any good if, if we're out of commission. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's strange. I don't know. I, I have decided that I really want to work towards living my best life and healthiest life. And that is um, in a state of uh, satisfaction, peace, kindness, inspiration, um, compassion. It's feeling good. I mean, it, it, sometimes I wonder if people have forgotten what feeling good feels like or if they've even felt it at all. It's something to consider, but feeling good feels good, peeps. And that's the kind of life, that's the life I want to live. Everything else is a waste of time, a waste of energy, and a waste of my life. Well, you know, at the end of it all, I want to know that I lived the best I could um, to meet the, um, you know, the healthiest version of my best life. So what I'm trying to say is it's innately a selfish thing because I want to live a good life, you know, for I want that for myself. But what happens is that individually we become so healed and feeling good that that affects the world in a positive way because it it, it just it you know I, it just happens <laughs> it's kind of like a duh moment that's an rv empath duh moment peeps you know, clearly when we're better and healthier and like, you know, kind versions of ourselves, we're going to affect the world in a positive way. Duh. <laughs> so months ago, back uh, when I first started the podcast, I think I used to go on more rants about people who can't handle their shit and how I just totally don't respect that type of person. And I kind of want to go back to that because it is so easy to get triggered, to be angry, to throw a temper tantrum. That shit is easy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? The, the mature thing to do is to handle, like, that is what being an adult is all about, is being able to handle your shit, like, emotionally, and not, uh, you know, negatively affect everyone else around you because <laughs> you're an ass I mean look we all have trauma and drama there the world right now on top of that is an extremely stressful environment or it can be this is another thing peeps it's important to kind of um, detach too that just makes sense because um, it, it when it comes to self-care, some kind of line has to be drawn <laughs> where it's like, um, you know, I can do what I can do and then 
figure out what that is for yourself on an individual basis, even if it's just, you know, praying. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that there, there's something that we all, um, we're all like working on and that we all want to perhaps change in ourselves first. That's another, I'm making all these points left and right, but that's another big point to make is now is the time to be working on oneself. And then if you feel so called, you know, um, channeling your energy into projects or whatever you want to do in that way, you know what I mean? But um, in dealing with our day to day life, and navigating all the obstacles that are, you know, occurring left and right with the, uh, there's still the worldwide uh, pandemic that's occurring. You know, people out of work, cultural revolutions, um, you know, dealing with systemic problematic issues (laughs) uh, on different levels. Uh, fires raging, (laughs) you know, a world that's overwhelmed in different ways. So look, you don't need me to spell it out. I mean, what I'm trying to say is it's going to be okay. Um, It's important to keep that in mind. It's important to stay hopeful. It's important to stay open. Oh, for a second in my mind, I kind of thought that the word hope, if you switch the letters around, it would spell out open. (laughs) Um, So my mind like drew, drew a, a correlation between those two words. So open also, if you switch the letters around, turns to nope. So if you are in a nope state of mind, okay, which is negative, no, switch it around so that you can become open. If you are in a nope state of mind, do what you can to become open. And then that leads you to hope. Turn nope to hope. (laughs) So going back to um, being able to handle our emotions that is that is foundational stuff to living a happy healthy whole life foundational so um, people who struggle handling their emotions are emotionally um, uh, injured um, emotionally wounded there is maturity and healing to be done and it's kind of similar to people who you know have to handle their emotions out of uh, uh, overcoming drug addiction and stuff I mean you can kind of draw comparisons between people who are have to handle themselves emotionally in terms of working through an addiction kind of and you know that People are addicted. I think there's a whole thing going on with adrenaline 
frankly. I mean, we, that's a whole thing in and of itself, peeps, which meditation all that helps with. It helps with calming and soothing our inner thermostats. It helps with putting um, soothing and healing and uplifting chemicals into our body to sort of counteract all the stress chemicals. You got to think about this stuff. This is important. <sighs> okay, but I, I think that's enough with my sermon for today. I made several important points. Um, and it's we'll talk about, you know, more stuff as we continue on uh, through the year. Now, particularly about handling one's, oneself, I think that's super important. And if, again, if anyone wants any sort of semblance of a happy, healthy whole life, a best life, it, you have to start with being able to uh, handle yourself, control your emotions to a certain degree. Um, and that means healing. Oh, yeah. Continuing with healing ourselves. Huh, or uh, <laughs> I almost called you hun or honeys. <laughs> so I'll go with that. So con continuing to heal yourself, honey. Honey's out there, my honey peeps. Um, it's like mothering energy. So keep working on that. I know it's hard. I know it is hard. Good job. Keep on keeping on. All right. With that, I will move to the astrology and... What did I, what point did I want to make? Um, there's a lot of stuff happening. Let's just dive right in, shall we? I do want to mention there's a full moon happening, I believe, uh, tomorrow. Uh, let me just check something here. Do, do, do. La, la, la. La, la, la. Yeah, yes, tomorrow, full moon in Aries. And this gives us a lot of energy. Aries is the action-oriented, goal-reaching, energetic, astrological sign. Mars, it, it rules Mars. Mars is in retrograde and was in a square with Saturn yesterday. So squares ask for action on our parts. Um, but of course, this square is bound to bring about stressful and frustrating energies, which yes, indeedy, I think we're all aware of that. <laughs> so the best thing you can do is continue focusing on funneling your energy into some sort of healing modality something that will help you temper or heal your anger and frustration or and or overcome obstacles and restrictions okay um and celebrate with this full moon full moons can be culminations of things so take a moment to kind of look around at where you are compared to where you were a lot of people are making a lot of positive changes right now peeps so focus on that Look, if you're unhappy, it means you got to make changes. Figure out what it is. I do want to tell a story about... Um, sometimes I can be 
very straightforward and rather blunt with people. But I remember years ago, I talked to a neighbor friend of mine at the time, and she was talking about how her, a relative, I think, maybe an aunt, had um, smoked for many, many years and um, struggled with it. And she was talking about how this aunt was going through terrible health issues. And, and I was just like, she needs to quit smoking. She needs to quit smoking. It was patently clear to me. And, and I said, um, uh, I guess I said it in some kind of way that was, um, seemed as though I wasn't sympathetic. And my neighbor friend was like, Oh my, you know, she tries so hard and Oh my gosh. And could not understand how, um, like my particular viewpoint, which was very clear. It was very clear to me. And I can at times be very judgment, judgmental, I think, and um, not particularly sympathetic when it comes to people who, who choose to continue on with their paths, even though it needs to change. If there's something in your life that needs to change, do it. People, they get stuck in different addictions, whether it's drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, sex, uh, bad diet. Um, addictions of the ego, certainly. Gambling, you know, whatever. I could go on. Um, nip it in the bud. <laughs> and sure, it's hard. Okay, yes. Uh, duh, it's an, you know, but do it anyway. <laughs> it, it sort of amazes me that people will choose to continue living their lives with a blatantly um, unhealthy habit or addiction. I, because why? I don't know. There's not enough self-love. Self-love is important. It's really hard to move forward in any kind of positive, long-lasting way if there is no self-love because you feel like you don't deserve it. Ooh, that reminds me. I saw something that I wrote that I wanted to say. Self-worth. And I underlined it. I wrote, if you feel like you don't deserve it, you won't claim it. You won't move forward. Something to think about. If you feel like you don't deserve it, you won't claim it, you won't move forward. So, you know, maybe hopefully we'll come back around and talk more about this. That is a very Saturnian, th well, Pluto thing, actually. Addictions? Are you kidding me? Wow. And um, so, you know, now is the time to examine what are we addicted to and why. And I think everyone... What am I trying to say? I think addictions are sort of a, they will persist um, because it's just kind of goes along with life. I mean, <laughs> the important thing is to switch out more harmful addictions to healthier ones. 
I mean, get a, get addicted to meditating. <laughs> get addicted to playing music. Uh, get addicted to a new like hobby <laughs> that is makes you happy and healthy. I mean, look, hey, that's sounds good to me. All right, look, let's move on. I'm babbling. This is the Mars energy peeps. So let's uh, use it for our highest good and the highest good of all. What else is going on? Uh, Pluto's going direct in a few days. That's huge. Um, and then I forgot to mention that Saturn went direct yesterday. I, you know, I'm having trouble remembering that. So that is huge. No wonder I'm filled with energy. Uh, Saturn's work, work ethic, get, getting uh, our nose to the grindstone, our relationships with authority and authority figures, our reputations, who we are in the world. So we can move forward with stuff. Chiron was highlighted yesterday with the sun. That's transforming pain and rage. How you doing? <laughs> Hello. No small task, but worthy. Worthwhile. And remember, as you're working on this stuff, you're always better off than how you were. Even if there's no tangible or noticeable effects happening. If you are working on positively healing yourself, it is good. So keep it up. It might take a while, sure, but the results are there. All right. Um, some more stuff I'll talk about tomorrow. Do, do, do. So, yeah, that just f focus on um, um, dissolving or weak, you know, um, working with the Mars retrograde Saturn square energy, which is basically can be translated to stress. And focus on the Venus energy too, peeps, because Venus was trying Mars couple days ago and Venus let me just check um, hold on one moment do 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 I thought yeah there it is okay Venus is in Leo. Leo is a very gregarious, um, benevolent, social energy. That's a good thing. Focus on Venus energy, peeps. All right. <laughs> All of that for that little thing. All right. Moving to guidance cards. I use the Osho Zantero. I'm going to take a moment to bless and ground the cards in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I'm going to do conscious breathing as I do that. I encourage you to do conscious breathing as well or look more into it because that is a very healthy, healing, um, calming thing to do as well. I will be back shortly. Thank you.
Okay, I'm back. So that was a longer, woo, that was a longer kind of um, grounding. All right. So we have a couple cards that flipped. We have the Eight of Pentacles titled Ordinariness, and we have the Nine of Wands titled Exhaustion. So what is very, very interesting about these two coming out together, peeps, is the Eight of Pentacles is working on something and mastering it. In the traditional Rider Waite, it features someone, a, a workman in his shop. He's forming and, um, you know, he's a, like a metal smith. And he's working on building a, hammering out a pentacle. And he has seven others, like, hanging on the wall beside him. So, remember, these energies are always, refer to all genders. But what that speaks to is mastery of something. I mean, not only working hard at something, but focusing enough to really make a positive difference in your life. And to have that come out with the nine of wands, that shows that we are working hard. That shows that hard work is being done to the point of exhaustion, which is the title of the nine of wands in the Osho Zen deck. So it can be, you know, overwhelm. Absolutely. It's the wounded warrior. Um, this individual in the Shozen looks wounded. He's got a, like a bandage wrapped around his head and he's wearing a coat covered with patches. So he looks like he's been through hard times for sure. And he's looking out this window of just like uh, a robot and he's surrounded by mechanical gears and oh my word he just looks exhausted his uh, like facially so I want to refer back to this eight of pentacles card in the Osho Zen it's titled ordinariness which is a very interesting word what is being ordinary ordinary is doing our daily habits and routines that support our health, wealth, and well-being. It is taking care of ourselves, nurturing ourselves, um, cleaning our spaces, cleaning ourselves, dressing ourselves, doing exercise, eating healthy food. Um, the daily habits that support our well-being. Now, on this card in the Osho Zen, it features a gardener walking through a, like a pasture, beautiful pasture, and there are trees. They're walking on a path. There are trees, there are flowers, there are green meadows and hills and blue sky. It's a beautiful card. And she has collected flowers in her basket. And there are blooms on the trees around her. So get out in nature too, remember. And if you're not able to do that, then access nature online in some way. Access a live Hawaii cam that looks for whales. Um, you know, watch rescued sea mammals like the otter, Joey, <laughs> in the um, uh, Vancouver Aquarium, I think. But he's in the marine... Mammal Rescue Center at the moment. And he's about three months old. 
and they keep a camera on him uh, all the time. Sometimes they go to uh, recorded recorded highlights, um, so he's not on the camera all the time. But he comes back shortly, whenever you know they take him off camera. So that just watching uh, nature and cute animals lowers our stress, lowers our blood pressure. You know, it's good stuff. There's also other kinds of nature. Um, Plants, birds, um, under the ocean. (laughs) Take your pick. Okay, let's see what else there is to say for the reading. But keep working and do what we can to mitigate the exhaustion. But we're almost there. The Four of Wands flipped over. Four of Wands is happy home, celebration, freedom. It's titled Participation in the Osho Zen. And um, the description is kind of hard. I mean, the image on the card is hard to describe. But there's flower imagery and um, balancing kind of yin-yang energy happening and, and colors. The four directions. So it speaks to me of balance, harmony. Um, the Four of Wands is about home. Like, you know, work on making your home, wherever it is, a sanctuary. Even if it means, you know, I've lived in an, in an RV with my husband for several years now. And it's quite a lovely community from our experience. Some people are going to be moving into RVs and vans because they lost their home or they lost their jobs. They're relocating, that kind of thing. It is okay. Um, There's a lot of wonderful information online about how to do it, resources, um, the community in general. And perhaps I'll devote a special podcast to that. What's my point? Even if you have to move into a small RV or a van, which is an RV, you know, it's a type of RV. Make your surroundings as healthy and supportive to you as possible. Whatever that is. One, t- one podcast I said, I, even if I lived in a cardboard box, I would draw like pictures on the box, like paint <laughs> the inside of it. And... Um, that image brought me to tears at the time, but it's important to uh, really think about and and digest the um, the idea behind it, the idea underneath it, which is making sure that we do have beauty in our lives and things that inspire us to be our best. And that comes, you know, with us, but also whatever surroundings we find ourselves in, even if we're upended and we're staying with, you know, relatives or friends or, you know, and we feel like we don't have a home, remember that you do. And it's in your heart. And (laughs) my cat is meowing in the background. You can probably hear it over the microphone. She wants to go outside. I think she sees my husband outside and she's 
just being a little brat cat. So please excuse that if she is coming across. <laughs> she can sound very, very pitiful, mind you. Don't get sucked in. So um, anyway, are spaces within being sanctuaries? And even if we feel upended in terms of where we are and where we rest our head at night to a certain degree home is is always where you are okay and remember to always connect with god universal energy okay eight of cups came out letting go so that yeah there's a lot there's a lot that people are letting go everyone is going through that process uh in some way shape or form some more than others it runs the gamut but it's an important thing to be able to let go of what no longer works in our life okay and what we're not meant to you know we're sometimes as we grow and go towards a goal we go through different chapters and phases of our life and it's important to recognize that as such you know okay um and if it means letting go of people, it means doing it in the most compassionate way. It means keeping the door open to maybe coming back around and, and um, revisiting the relationship at a later time. I, I think that's possible too. It all depends. It's, you know, it's all a very individual thing. And, um, you know, once you start walking a healthier, happier path, it sort of become things become more and more clear. That's also a, a great side effect. Five of cups, clinging to the past. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, in the Rider weight. a very depressed, grieving figure that is crying over three spilt goblets or cups. But what this person doesn't see is that behind them, a little bit to the side, there are two full goblets. So, this card speaks a little bit about getting stuck in grief, getting stuck in sadness, um, focusing on what has gone on before, clinging to the past, which is what the Osho Zen card is titled. On this card, it features a person holding a, like a concrete block filled with memories. There's lots of mouths and colors and um, images on this block but what they don't see is this big shining huge goblet um, to the side which to me reminds me of the ace of cups and everything is like glittering but clearly this individual I mean is is holding this very heavy block of memories things that have gone on before set it down peeps set it down and heal from you know part of what that is is sort of putting away things that have happened before you don't dwell on um, hard things and hurtful things from the past that is an interesting, that's a whole interesting sensation because today I reflected a little bit on my past and I was like, whoo, 
I have been through some shit. I have been through hard times. For sure. But, you know, other people have too. Right? Um, the thing is, be conscious of how much you think about the past. And realize that unless you're reflecting on something for a good reason. And, you know, now and then, look, sentimentality and going kind of um, uh, dwelling in positive memories from the past, that's beautiful. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just you want to make sure that you're dwelling in good memories and you want to kind of check in with yourself that you're doing it for good reasons for the right reasons okay so just monitor your thoughts and and your focus and how you feel as you're thinking about these things now the four cards underneath it because that thing happened where something flipped toward the beginning of a of a fresh shuffle there are four cards underneath it zero the fool ten which is wheel of fortune also titled change Number 17 in the Major Arcana, the Star card, which is titled, titled Silence, and Three of Wands, which is titled Experiencing. Now these cards are beautiful, peeps. The Fool card, the same in both decks, speaks of having a fresh start, a new beginning, being hopeful, inspired, innocent to a certain degree, because you don't allow your past hardships and bitterness to uh, affect you now. Uh, number 10 in the Major Arcana, the Wheel of Fortune, titled Change. That's all about the wheel turning in our benefit, peeps. I mean, look, I'm experiencing it in my own life. <laughs> and I think that others are as well. But there are good things that are actually happening if we're conscious enough and um, aware enough to be looking for them and to be working towards having them happen. Um, because underneath that is the star. That is a wish granted. That is blessings from the universe. Um, good stuff to be had, peeps. And on this card, a full moon is featured in this Meditative Faces third eye position which is uh, the third eye chakra that's all about intuition and spirituality and then the three of wands is so empowering that is your ships coming in baby rewards you know reaping what you've sown in a good way <laughs> um, and this figure on the card is sort of holding a, a tree and they're uh, chilling out together and there's like an aura kind of emanating from both of them but it's a, it's a a beautiful image so that's another image of getting kind of communing with nature a little bit and I want to point out we have the three of wands and the four of wands in this reading so that's pretty cool um, these four cards Three out of the four are major arcana. <laughs> Talking about 
new opportunities, um, fortunes changing for the positive, blessings uh, occurring, and and uh, uh, you know a personal miracle happening, and you know good things coming in. Okay, I'm starting to babble, so let me wrap up here. I always try to, I want these podcasts to be short and look at this. This is 40 minutes. (laughs) My word. All right. It's just, it's good energy. So I get caught up in it and then I start babbling. All right. Uh, So is that it for today? I, I'm getting, I think it is. I think it is. And, you know, let me check something. All right. Bottom of the deck is the seven of swords again, titled politics. So look, no one's stupid. Politics is a major thing going on right now. Just um, underneath it is the high priestess, inner voice. Underneath that is the ace of swords, consciousness. So look, to deal with the stress of politics and masks coming down and whatever else is going on on the world stage, dwell in inner voice, going within, meditation, connecting with God, universal energy, the higher consciousness, Buddha consciousness. On this Ace of Swords, it features a Buddha stretching up into outer space with a star or a planet in its third eye position. So start looking into third eye peeps because this reading and there's also (laughs) in the uh, High Priestess card, this features like a full moon and um, the third eye on this moon is also emphasized because another meditative figure like grows out of it with there are look there's moon imagery there's dolphins there's crystals there's healing water and uh light and color and this is just a beautiful card so i'm going to take a picture of all of these third eye cards <laughs> And put them on Instagram, RV Empath. All right. So, and then also um, the Ace of Swords, remember, that is enlightenment. That is another blessing coming from God, universal energy when it comes to truth. Oh, my word. It's, it's so beautiful. When you're clear, when you have clarity, it, it feels so good. And it's, it's, you know a good thing. <laughs> so look, I'm babbling. But it's good peeps. Don't worry about me. Um, I'm sending you all my best. As always, thank you for all that you are and do stay tuned. Look up my free pamphlets on my website, you can get there rvmpath.com. Look up free yourself from fear, the fear rocks and how they can help on Amazon 999. The link is on my front page as well. What else? Affirmation Bear, Astrology Bear through Alexa on Amazon. And more later, as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.